systems go. Prepare for countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Blast off to adventure in the amazing year 400 billion. Obscene, dirty, filthy, immoral. What are you people? On dope? Jamble. Today is Sunday, November 22nd, 2020, and my name is Matt. And I'm BJ. And this is episode 730, thejamhole.com. Check it out uh, every Sunday, I guess now. <laughs> Sometime <laughs> on the weekend, we will stream a show, usually uh, here live from the RDABS Discord. You can find links to that shit at thejamhole.com. There's a big old thing there. It says Discord. Just click that it shit. It is a pretty big button. It is. And kind of hang out here throughout the week. Just uh, talking dab shit, taking dabs with the dab people. It's uh, good times. They do a, a movie night. They do a and d game. It's also a little bit of a raffle type thing going on there right now. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, It's not just there. It's it's on the hotbox and it's on Spog. Uh, as you guys know, our friend Josh had some brain surgery and is not able to quite get back to work yet. So uh, he's had a GoFundMe up there that uh, his family set up. So we thought we'd kind of add to it. And uh, we're going to give away this cool, clear Philpot spinner jet set. It's got Philpot itself, Pelican case for it. It's got a diamond knot. It's uh, dab stuff, you know, things for drugs. But uh, <laughs> if you kick in 10 bucks on the GoFundMe, Send me a screenshot of it or email it, info at thejamhole.com or matt at sweetpieceofglass.com. It all goes to the same spot. And then for every 10 bucks you kick in, you'll get an entry for the uh, the set. So. so are you just doing the random generator or do yeah, you, I, I get to spread. actually pick no, you're not them out of a house? It takes way too fucking long. <laughs> we have technology. <laughs> I have a spreadsheet going, and for every 10 bucks, every like if someone donates 30 bucks, I put their name in three times. So. And then, uh, yeah, you just look at the end uh, at how many entries there are, and you random number generate between one and whatever that number is, and then that's whatever number that is. You go to that cell, and that's the winner. Fair enough. I see what you're talking about. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. I thought it'd be a cool way to help. We've already gotten a bunch of entries in, so I feel like we're we're doing our part for the fam. <laughs> Everybody wants in on that fill pot. I, it's a pretty sweet set. We're selling it for like six fifty on the site, so it's definitely pretty sweet. If you kick in ten bucks and happen to get your fucking name picked, like, well, like think about it in itself. Sweet. Like the pendants are like what, like one fifty, two hundred ish. Yeah, D- depending like, on yeah. And then you got a fucking knot in there. And that's assuming you can even get one. Like right, he doesn't. Those you can't aren't. just like call him up and make an order always. Nope. So sometimes the dude's busy. And he's not, like, he, he, he goes just through made, phases. Like, he'll make them, and then he might not make them for, like, another fucking year. Yeah, he like, just he, made, like, this crazy, I don't know if you, if you guys know, like, glass artists. There's this cool artist named Blueberry, Blueberry503, I think, on Instagram. But uh, always makes, like, all this cool blue. Like, all of his shit is, like, this particular shades of blue and that everything. That blue is but, gorgeous, uh, his Philpot. Philpot just did a collab with him for the show that they were doing, Silica something. Um 
But yeah, the, I I saw it on on his uh, Facebook, I think, or his Instagram. I was like, holy shit! If I had like three or four G's, because I bet that's what that thing costs. Like, I would definitely be wasting some money there. That's yeah, that was fucking cool. I seen it right before we came up here. Yeah. Well, while I was giving her a bath. His collabs are cool. We we've had a, a few of them in the on the site here and there, but. Yeah, I don't know. If you're not, like, into dabs or, like, that kind of stuff, you probably won't give a shit about, like, an expensive (laughs) drug piece of paraphernalia. I don't know. But those of you that know are like, oh, yeah, that's fucking dope. Uh, You're you're fully turning into uh, the the stay-at-home mom. You're doing your crossword puzzles? Your Sudoku? What are you doing? Sudoku. Is that instead of the OnlyFans, or is that was that like a request? <laughs> no, um, I just found the book. I forgot I had it for the longest time. You know what I forgot I had? We got fucked up the other night and I guess took some pictures, because Google the next morning was like, hey, remember these? I, I know like, you took ah, pictures. You, some, you I got, like, think I'm I don't in my... notice things when you, like... <laughs> like, there's titties in there. Good for you. So I might just start your OnlyFans for you. It seems like you do a decent job of that from time to time. I ended up going through the rest of the role, and I found a bunch more from, like, ones that you sent me from when I was elsewhere, I guess. Mm. And so I made a whole album, so, you know. If you want oh, access when you to were, that like, in album, California. slide, slide <laughs> me some dough. Bang my cash app. Forget about <laughs> hers. Bang my cash app. How am I supposed to get you Christmas presents if they're banging your cash app? If they bang my cash app, I'll get my own Christmas presents. I don't need you to get me presents, bitch. I know what I want. <laughs> you think you know what you want. I know exactly what I want. You're usually highly surprised, though. I am. You you do, for <laughs> for the man, the, the, the jet setter that has everything, you do a pretty good job. <laughs> oh, fuck. I had no monster falfness, and now I have twelve. <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys do good work. Good collabing. So, how many how many Sudokus have you uh, have you solved? I did nine today. Well, nine Jesus. and a half. And what else have you been working on? You did some coloring. You colored a troll. A huge troll. That's like a sixteen by twenty or eighteen by twenty something, some shit like that. So that makes me believe that somewhere in this house there's a large troll coloring book that that page came out of, or yeah. was it just a single sheet of paper? No. Okay. They're over behind her desk. Nice. There's one of trolls and there's one of minions. You could wallpaper the house with those. I fucking could, do I? <laughs> you color in the lines really well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I try. Just want to say. I got like four different sets of colored pencils. One's like a 32 set, and then there's two different 12 sets, and then a six or, no, it's eight neons. Nice. Yeah. And then lots of boxes of crayons, too. <laughs> so we're on lockdown again? Is that is that yes. correct? How was the grocery store? You've gone since lockdown. Was there still a teepee for my bunghole? Well, I didn't oh. really look. Oh. That's right, because we ordered we it. We have some, yes. But did you didn't notice, like, shelves that are just oh, bare-ass empty? There was food shelves that were bare ass. Really? Is it happening again? Oh yeah. Oh baby, stock like, up, y'all. There, <laughs> the bread shelf 
fucking like what half are we, that is just gone for the same thing or are we is this something different should we be are we preparing for something different I, or is this the same thing I mean, this it's just still another the same wave? fucking virus. Okay, so we're it's just... It's only another huge wave just because no wave. one's staying okay. home in the first place. Well, yeah, because why would you stay home? Got places to go. Got things to do. We're very important people here. Like my aunt talking to her today, right? Gator, he's got strep throat, right? The little fucker's got strep throat. She's been bringing him around town all day today. <laughs> cool. Yeah. She That's took him so out of the fucked. house because she was going to go look at what this mobile doing? home. Ugh, and then of course she was like they were just everywhere because you huh. know she'd said when i talked to her earlier that you know she wasn't going to bring him anywhere right sure but then she accidentally pocket dials me basically then this sweet mobile home went up on the market <laughs> uh, we went to the thrift shop today and we went to the store and found aurora uh, her first christmas present and that's heartbreaking we're on our way to the pin and queue it's like, well, yeah, you can't get mad at Pops for going to the casino then. Like, you no, guys are fucking true. all over the place. That's true. <laughs> like, she yelled at him apparently yesterday about going to the casino, that it was going to be his fault did if they have, got the virus. Did he have strep throat when he went to the casino? Not that I'm aware of. All right. Gator's really, really, he's really prone to get it. He had like four times last year. Jesus. Yeah, he's a sickly little motherfucker. Yeah, oh. he's had the flu twice already, so, uh, and I, I was very—I brought say. that up to her. I was like, "So, so you, you, you know say, how many times um, our kid's been sick? Uh, none. How many times has yours been sick? Oh, eighteen. Cool." Well, she's like, "There." I was like, "Why do you even send the little shit to school? Like, why does he go?" And she's like, "Well." They're very careful at his school. I'm like, you told me he has the flu twice now, <laughs> and he has strep throat Dead. now, like. I, How I, careful are they being, motherfucker? <laughs> maybe we'll just we'll do podcast homeschooling, and then we'll get other people that don't want their kids to like go to school <laughs> to subscribe to our podcast homeschooling for nine ninety nine a month or whatever. <laughs> That's a pretty good idea. I could teach a kid how to read. That shit's easy. I'm getting my math going. There's only like a handful of letters. I mean, you know, twenty, however many. I could teach that shit. But our problem with is our fucking English language. Like, you sit there and you're, they're, you know, got their letters pronounced in the I or the trying to, like, t and right. it's the. You just make fun of them and tell them to sound it out over and over again <laughs> until they do. Today, Timmy. And, you know, the ones that are going to read are going to read. And the ones that don't, well, you know, find something else for you to do. She's going to be a reader, I believe. Oh, well, that's good. She's going to be left a lot of books when I die. So, <laughs> that's a good <laughs> thing. Good get, thing uh, right? Better get cracking. You do. You have a huge bookshelf. I do. That's what she said I, just now. <laughs> Here on the jam hole, you heard it first. <laughs> His bookshelf, huge. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking huge. I made a comment kind of like that. Well, the one on the game was worse. I was playing my game earlier today, like usual. Sudoku? No, my online oh, game, my, my war game. How many games do you play for a, a stay-at-home mother that has a lot of stuff to clean? You all you, you find a, an awful lot of time to play games. Um, The game is like, I don't, right now we're really The malware dead. game that everyone is, is, has heard about? 
me that talk about on the show. Bringing up that way. Yeah, your Russian malware game. Sure, our, that's, I'm just not even going to fucking game. argue with you about it anymore. I'm just going to say sure. I, I'm just uh, saying. So my phone doesn't have weird glitches. <laughs> I have um, one of the uh, one of the other people's accounts. A dude lives over in Virginia. I have access to his account. And he's got a bigger, like his city's bigger than mine. You're like the gay mother. I see. I see why you're so into it. Okay. Yes, I take care of everybody. <laughs> Onlyfans.com slash the game mama. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. But one of the players needed a champ, right? Well, I was going to okay. send him mine. And he's like, that's his, like, I need a monster. And I was like, is Roy big enough? And then I was like, oh, man, when he comes in, he's going to read that. And it's going to be a that's what she said moment. Like, fucking see it written on the wall. Because he's the one I take care of, the Virginia dude. So are you guys mining some Bitcoins or what? Lots of it. All the time. (laughs) Actually, our league is pretty dead right now. We're not mining a whole lot of anything. That shit's pretty high right now, huh? It almost hit nineteen thousand. If if uh, you have bitcoins and stuff, holler. We uh, we accept bitcoin donations. I had a dream once to have one whole bitcoin. I was almost there too, and then I had to pay for a bunch of stuff. But one day, <laughs> if enough of you bang that line, we'll get that one bitcoin, and my life quest will be complete. Is that your life goal now? Uh, I mean, is it, it is if it keeps going up for sure. But it's is that it? Like one. you've decided that's your life goal? Well, I mean, yeah, that's one of them. I have I have several life goals. That is, that is but one. <laughs> uh, this is kind of cool, gross. I don't know. Uh, I it it's not out yet, but one day perhaps I guess like proof of concept stuff. Uh, you'll be able to make your own meat. You'll you'll get this kit, and then you take a swab out of your cheek, and then you put it on this shit. And then, it, and then it grows meat from your own cells. <laughs> so, like, that, we're on a, like... That's pretty dope. ...self-cannibalism journey? I mean, is it, though? Because you're not, like, biting your arm off. You're eating human flesh, though, basically. Yeah, but you grew it to eat it. So it's like... Right. You're, like, I mean, we're now accepting the concept of let's be cannibals, but we're not going to well, we're not gonna kill nobody a, to do it. it we're just going to... It doesn't have a face. It just, like, look, looks like little little meat pods. It's so gross. <laughs> Check that shit out. Yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get that one whatever disease. What movie was that? Was it 28 Days Later? Is that the ones that went crazy from eating... Eating humans? Yes. Book of Eli. Thank you. Grand Engine in the chat says. It Brilliant, was, sir. I'm sure it, it, that, that's a, a storyline in several, but that, that's the one that I remember. They all went crazy because they started eating people. <laughs> so, I mean, if you yeah, can do this, more, then... It is more severe in that movie. You're correct. If you can do this, then can't you just go swab a cow's cheek or whatever and then just grow cow meat and grow like cheeseburgers instead of <laughs> I don't know human how this works. meat yeah that's, that's yeah because like, i mean all you're doing is taking that dna out of your you're being self-sufficient that way maybe maybe you don't necessarily have a cow whose cheek you can readily swab you know but I, you I don't have, have one a cow. cow i could go find a cow i mean you know but you would only need like one cow instead of everybody having all these you know all the cows i don't 
Still, and then I you would just keep cloning it from from your meat mass. <laughs> I'd rather just take my gun and go fucking hunting. Like, I don't think this will ever be a thing. I think I it was not. more of like an art, uh, an art critique on the, the the whole like fake meat scene or the plant based meat scene. Maybe so it's basically just trolling. I guess scientific trolling. That's kind of what it feels like. <laughs> It says, uh, growing for yourself ensures that you and your loved ones always know the origin of your food, how it has been raised, and that its cells were acquired ethically and consensually. You swab mine, and I (laughs) will swab yours. (laughs) What if your family has really bad shit going on, or like is not- You just get like a bunch of herpy meat or something gross, like cancer or like cysts or something. (laughs) Ah, that would be so gross. Honey, we can't use Aunt Aunt uh, Helga's fucking swabs anymore. Her meat is has gone bad. I don't want to have to pop this meat before I eat it. It's <laughs> oh, so gross. Just like growing bubble wrap at that point. <laughs> Just oh, that's cringy. Wrapping glass packages in gross meat instead of bubble wrap. Uh, The project was made as a critique of the lab-grown meat industry, which the designers told this magazine is not actually as animal-friendly as one might expect. Hmm, do tell. Lab-grown meat relies on fetal bovine serum for animal cell cultures, though some companies have claimed to have found alternatives. Uh, Fetal, whatever I said, bovine serum is made from (laughs) calf fetus blood after pregnant cows are slaughtered. So... There's that to chew on. Lab-grown meat has not yet been approved for human consumption, though some products could hit store shelves in the next few years. Uh, As the lab-grown meat industry is developing rapidly, it is important to develop designs that expose some of its underlying constraints in order to see beyond the hype. (laughs) That is pretty gross. So you can either swab your butt, swab your cheek, or inject some, like, dead pregnant cow serum into your fucking petri dish none of the above Mm. just keep keep eating regular cows yep i'm gonna go with regular meat uh growing an ouroboros steak ouroboros is what it's called uh i guess from the the snake eating its tail that's i guess called an ouroboros i don't know uh growing one would take about three months using cells taken from your cheeks uh, for the collection of sample steaks on display in the museum, the team used human cell cultures purchased from the American Tissue Culture Collection and grew them with donated blood that expired and would have otherwise been destroyed. So complete, <laughs> completely safe, non—what's uh, that word they use? Non—like, uh, instead, of, you, you either get blood diamonds or you get the non-conflict diamonds. <laughs> this is like non-conflict art. There you go. <laughs> uh, they preserve the final products in resins. And they say expired human blood is a waste material in the medical system and is cheaper and more sustainable than the, fe- the fetal bovine serum, but culturally less accepted because, you know, human blood. It's so, uh, an awful fucking thing. I don't, there's nothing about that that... I, I think appreciate. If you if you gave it to me straight and was like, you either got to eat these veggies, or you got to swab your cheek and grow your meat. Like I'm swabbing them cheeks. 
I'm just saying, I, I would eat that personally before I would be able to force myself to eat like fruits and veggies. I could, I'd do the fruits and veggies. I'm a carnivore. I'm sorry. Whether it's my, my, my own cheek meat <laughs> or yours. I just don't like, it's not that cow is not that important to me. It's I'm not. clapping them cheeks and then I'm swabbing them. That's right. They, <laughs> I'd eat it till I was nine. And then when I ate it. And spit it back out on the plate because I thought something was wrong with it. Um, I didn't eat meat for about three or four years. Like any meat whatsoever at all. Wasn't there a movie a while back where people were like getting DNA from from stars? I, I forget what it was called, but they would like get this weird DNA or like whatever disease the celebrity had, they would get it to themselves and it was like a thing like their culture was doing. I fuck, what was that I don't called? Think Viral that. or virus or fuck me. That's gonna bug me. It doesn't so sound bad. like what I've seen. Viral. Yeah. In 2016, it was just called viral. I think that's it. Yeah. It was so weird. Oh wait, maybe that's not it. No, that's not that's something else. God damn it. Virus. I don't know. I remember I had it for a while on uh I downloaded it from a torrent like a long ass time ago when I was torrenting. That was a long time Virus ago. Virus or viral. That is gonna bug me. That's a lot more. But yeah, than I don't know. They were they ago. were like giving each other these like diseases that celebs had. That's all I remember, and it was like big business, big money business. I'm sure I'll think of it when I do the show notes, and I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. If I, if I happen to come across it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever actually seen what you're talking about. Yeah, it was a really like it was one of those movies where the end you were like, I feel really dirty, like I need to shower. We've we've talked about a few of those movies lately, but this is definitely uh, one of those in that in that category. Uh, I thought this was kind of neat in uh, Canada, I guess, in Jasper, Alberta. They have electric road signs that are warning Canadians not to let the moose lick their cars because uh, apparently. They spray down the roads with like salt, and the moose go fucking ape shit over the salt. So, like, when they come up to your car and they lick it, they just like get all randy, baby. <laughs> but well, they like salt blocks, like right. And that's they're they're basically comparing it to moose moose, moose meth. Moose. So meth. don't let moose lick your car. <laughs> These moose, which typically weigh around 800 pounds, but can weigh as much as 1,800 pounds, love to stand or kneel in the middle of the road to lick salt off of the road's surface. <laughs> They've become desensitized to cars, too, because... That's awesome. I'm a Not... fucking moose. Like, what are you going to do? Total your car? Pfft, go ahead. I'm insured. I'm a fucking moose. <laughs> <laughs> Do you imagine though, like at night, just coming around a corner, like headlights just focus on the moose that's just licking the fucking road like a jackass? I'm an idiot. That's... Oh god, just sliding right into it. The so like the salt from that would be like from the roads for for ice. For ice. So it's probably icy. 
Yeah, I was going to say that has to be for ice. Because the moose licked it all up before it could melt the ice. Wouldn't it have been great if they fucked up and like there was a moose that they found with its tongue stuck to the fucking highway? Just like, (laughs) eh. Just stuck. (laughs) Poor moose. The moose also don't care how much their antlers ding and scratch your car's paint. All they care about is that tasty, tasty road salt. <laughs> I feel you. If you put like some dabs or like some ketamine or something out on the road, I'd be out there like trying to get it off the road and shit. But I, I feel you, I moose. I think you wouldn't I with the dabs. You. I feel like you'd be all right with that. Well, I mean, if I had dabs at home, wouldn't be like be like picking up roadkill off the road because you're a chef or some shit. <laughs> Oh, that's good possum. (laughs) Pull over, Paul. That's good possum. I ain't letting that go to waste. You know, you hear about that in movies, but I wonder how much that actually ever happens. You know that shit happens. People are hungry, and people are crazy right now. And you go... Right now, I guess. You go to the fucking store, and and all the meat's gone, and you you haven't, you know, gotten your cheek meat kit in the mail yet. (laughs) You're going to go fucking scoop some roadkill. Or maybe even run over something to uh, to eat later. The only, like, Joe used to pick up roadkill, but only like, if it was, like, near the house. But not to eat. It was for Milton to eat. Well, yeah, if you have a pet mountain lion, you gotta fucking <laughs> you gotta keep like, that fucker fed. Like, so, if you're right around the corner, because living out there by Would Dylan- you swab Milton's cheek and eat bobcat meat if you could grow it? No. What about a horse? No. What about a pony? <laughs> I couldn't think of another animal. <laughs> what Maybe about a chicken? A bear? Um, a pig? What about a deer? A deer, yeah. It'd be super dope if you could like if you if you had a plate of like like really good filet mignon and then you could just like swab that and then it would just grow <laughs> like good really shit. good already cooked filet. Yeah, that would be dope. Uh, at first glance, it says the moose might seem like the most relaxed moose you've ever seen, just chilling on the side of the road. But as Joe Yuri tells us, he's a road guide here, uh, he says road salt is kind of like crack to the moose, and that means that you might come across more on the animals in dangerous locations like this over the coming months, and if you pull over, they might even come over and lick the salt off your car. <laughs> With their really coarse tongues Oof. and scratch the shit out of your paint. He says, you know, it's inevitable that one day somebody comes flying around the tightest corner and boom, that's it for that moose. He's going to get taken out. In other <laughs> words, boom, drive it'll carefully. Be out for that fucking yeah, car, I too. I mean, I'm sure that would, like, hurt the moose, but I feel like your car is going to get the, the brunt of it. It would have to be, like, a real heavy-duty truck. I like, like that he says that it's like crack. This road salt is kind of like crack. I smoked some, and it's pretty similar to crack. (laughs) Some good shit. It's definitely. (laughs) Let's say you do come to a stop to get your click. If that moose then starts to approach your vehicle, you know what's coming next. It's going to fucking lick you. Don't. (laughs) He says, get moving. Don't give the moose the opportunity to do it. (laughs) I just, I wouldn't intentionally let a moose get close to a vehicle I was in, in general. But, I mean, what are you going to do? Get out? Until this agitated 800-pound behemoth to please not lick your car? No, you just don't let it get that close to your fucking car. You just skirt out the way. Just get away from it, yeah. You know, tuck and roll. 
They say you should stay 30 meters away from any moose, except when you're inside a motor vehicle. (laughs) Then, you know, maybe 20 feet. I tried to pet a moose. Yeah? When I was a kid. I've seen moose. I've never, like, got to see one, like, up close petting it style, like at the zoo. I wasn't at a zoo. No? No. I had this really, like, ballsy approach with nature as a kid. Hmm. Like, You've never been hurt by nature before, have you? I hung out with some bear cubs and was petting these bear cubs. My dad wasn't pleased with that. Just out in the woods? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, he was upset, but then on the other hand, you gotta look. Like, how good was that parenting? Like, we're talking probably fucking hundred yards out there like where were you for those hundred yards before i was across and climbed over a fence that's true and i'm hanging out with these bear that is a testament to your parenting sir how (laughs) did you let the child get so close to the animal and over a fence it wasn't just like a ran somewhere i had to climb over to a over a fucking wired fence to get there so yeah i don't see him blaming that on me not cool grant says what about man bear pig I'd swab the shit out of them cheeks. Fucking mm. man bear pig meat. I'd try it once. I'd try it once. I'd probably, I'd want to like clone it. I'd, I'd want like bear cow <laughs> pig meat. You would want to clone it, not really eat it? Well, yeah, I don't know. Because you, you, again, have the, the human aspect in there. And if, if the Book of Eli has a, even just a smidgen of truth in it, I'm not, those aren't odds I'm willing to gamble. So if you can make that bear pig cow or like elk pig <laughs> cow or like pizza, Are we just fry, like really fucking weirded out about the concept of helper. not having meat around? Like what's well, going it's on? Eating your, it's wait, what? Like people like what's going on here? Are we, is this an environmental friendly issue? Like no. we're trying to solve. There's meat in my freezer. Cow? I don't give a shit. No, I'm I mean, as saying, to why uh, we're doing this in the first place. Eating our own swab cheek meat? Yeah, is this a, just like, because effort we can. to because not we fucking cow? Can. Well, that and, like, you can't bring cows to Mars, right? So what are you going to eat when you're living the life in Mars, in Papa Elon's society? <laughs> you're going to have to grow, you're hmm. going to have to swab something, you know? Chickens. Swab Elon's cheek. <laughs> Uh, well, if you're you... swabbing shit, can't you, like, swab the cows and chickens before you leave with those specimens? I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could. Well, that's where I'm sitting But then it's that. not art. And that's the article we we're reading. Uh, are you familiar with a gentleman by the name of Crazy Eddie? Nope. I've never met any Crazy Eddie. I guess back in the day, he he was the dude on, like, the old TV commercials that he was like, These deals are crazy. They're insane. Is that what his name was? Crazy Eddie. Okay. Well, I know what you're talking about. I didn't know that okay, was his yeah. name. Okay, yeah. His, his stuff remember. was parodied on like Saturday Night Live and Futurama and stuff. Well, the dude's actual name was Eddie Antar. And apparently, like behind the scenes of this, I didn't know any of this. I, I was familiar with his, uh, his commercials being a child of the 80s. I, I remember seeing some of this shit like on TV. Right, in, so I'm in saying California. his name wasn't. Um, but he says <laughs> even his prices were so low, mostly because he didn't pay sales tax and he bought half his TVs off the back of a truck. 
And by the 80s, Wall Street was booming, and Eddie decided to ditch his shitty old schemes and take Bear Stearns for everything they had. All the country's sharpest financial wolves proved completely unprepared to deal with a streetwise hustler who got his start following people around the Port Authority and harassing them into buying cheap stereos. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Wall Street? Uh, Yes, please. Uh, Before Long Crazy Eddie... He had his hustle game ready, and he's like, perfect prime time. Uh, he just a few years before that had been demanding customers shoes as a deposit, has sold over $70 million in stock and then fled the country with bundles of cash strapped to his body like the Michelin man. <laughs> ah, yeah. Uh, his first ad aired in 75 when New York was at a bit of a low point, says police officers lurked at every airport, jumping out from behind pillars and frightening tourists with warnings of their imminent murder. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. They even printed a helpful pamphlet labeled Fear City, featuring a massive drawing of the Grim Reaper and warnings to stay off the streets after 6 p.m. and try not to go out alone. Tourists were also warned to never ride the subway for any reason whatsoever since, quote, the city recently had to close off the rear half of each train in the evening so passengers could huddle together and be better protected. The only way it could have been scarier was if every visitor got a gun with one bullet in it, warning to use it wisely when the time came. New York was no joke. Uh, But they say that in reality, this was all basically bullshit. Passengers were not barricaded in the subway cars, (laughs) desperately holding the door shut. uh, And it was entirely possible to set a foot out of your hotel at 6.01 p.m. without the locals burning you in a wicker man. Uh, The cops were actually just threatening to destroy the tourism industry as leverage in a massive public sector pay dispute that also saw garbage piling up on street corners and fires raging unfought. Damn. Those were the good old days, I believe, when people are like, ah, the good old days. (laughs) Those were them. Just half the city on fire, the other half just fucking living in squalor. You know, I've really been taken back, like, recently... With, like, when the whole election started and, like, because, be honest, I never really fucking pay attention to the candidates because we're fucked one way or we're fucked the other. But it's been really hard with the Trump, you know, everybody's really throwing shit out. And I actually, like, when I'll see something, I'm like, huh, I don't just assume and believe it. Like, I actually go and look, you know, I go look this shit up and look. But, so, what I want to say it is it's so fucking crazy all this shit, you know, because it's make America great again is, you know, his slogan, what he's going with. He's trying to bring in, you know, the older people that want that back. The good old days. Like, that's what he's like going for. These it. were those days. That's what he's trying to bring back in his, like, nice. is what he's like the head game with that. And the depression. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's the like, OK, do you like after listening to it and like all this shit for the last, you know, two years of really trying to push it. I keep wondering, like, how good were the good old days? Like, okay, they were really good for white people, for sure. Yeah, I mean, some of the days for some of the people. (laughs) This says the city's lawyers were actually in the process of filing for bankruptcy when the Teachers Union Pension Fund agreed to provide a $250 million bailout, allegedly because another union boss threatened to throw their leader out of an eighth-floor window if he didn't cough up the money. The good old days, back when business was handled with a a spit and a shake or a a dangle out an eighth floor window. See, now that I could get down with, like, we made a deal, 
and you fucked your half of the deal. Okay. Yeah. This is what's it up. It says it's not a great sign when your city <laughs> has to fund itself by shaking down teacher pensions. Although at least the mayor managed to restrain himself from jumping out of an alley with a knife, <laughs> demanding passersby donate their wedding rings to the park budget. That sounds like the fucking movie where they're like, the church needs this to like take get the save fucking king's the, sister. Save the church. It was this. Save the clock tower. It's the daughter to get the king's daughter back. Uh, but there was one bright spark, low, low prices on electronics, all thanks to Crazy Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Lunatic slashing costs on hey. everything from stereos to VCRs. His prices were insane, at least according to the TV ads that first hit the air that summer. The delightfully cheesy ads featured pitchman Jerry Carroll screaming at you for, uh, about the incredible savings down at Crazy Eddie's. Shot with the budget of a cheap porno and the production <laughs> values of a much cheaper porno, the ads quickly became a massive hit for their kitschy, kitsch, kitsch, We had some really fucking weird charm. ads. Yeah. Like how, they were weird. Uh, like everything about Crazy Eddie, his famous ads were born out of some bizarre 70s hustling. He had just upgraded from the Port Authority to a store in Brooklyn when a salesman from the local radio station wandered in and tried to sell him some advertising. Uh, Eddie supposedly said he'd buy $5 worth if the salesman went outside and peed on the side of a bus <laughs> or possibly a cab. The story varies. The guy actually went through it because salesmen in the 70s knew how to make five bucks the hard way. <laughs> Sucking dick since the 70s, boys. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, he neglected to get the cash in advance, and he oh. never coughed up the five bucks, but he did like the way DJ Jerry Carroll read Insane and hired him to star in a string of TV and radio ads. And the rest was a history. That's pretty sweet. Uh, they said the store's low prices possible because they never paid sales tax, bought products from gray market sources, gouged customers on warranties, and billed manufacturers three times the actual cost for repairs. Salesmen were so aggressive, they would offer to take your shoes as a deposit. I guess that was a real thing. That's weird, but hey. Back when shoes were do. made by cobblers and not like sweatshops. If you had a nice, decent pair of shoes... Well, Some and I penny guess that, loafers, right? I guess that's the thing. Like back in older times, you didn't have eight pairs of shoes unless you were fucking rich. No, you had one and, pair of shoes that you kept taking back to the cobbler to like <laughs> refix. I bet. So taking those down as a deposit, like that's a big thing for you. Like you now are walking around barefooted. Uh, it says by the eighties, the city to wear your was changing. Pair of everyday shoes. To church because he probably had Sunday church shoes. There was that weird thing that like church had its own fucking thing. No matter how poor you were, like you had your Sunday best. My Sunday best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the eighties, the city was changing, and Eddie had to change with it. Greed was good. Suspenders were bigger than ever, and Wall Street had given up on ever sleeping again. The cocaine. <laughs> Classic New York Industries, breaking open a hydrant and then stealing the tires off the repair truck, were left by the wayside in favor of new opportunities in the financial sector. <laughs> Wall Street is just a bunch of sca uh, con artists. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> well, From stealing like, who tires doesn't off know of that? Who does not know that Wall Street's a bunch of con artists? Well, yeah, but like to go, f I don't know, that, that just To seems... go fuck the con artists? Now that's something. That just seems cool that they were like 
they built their own scam and made it legit <laughs> and like have the SEC now. Well, and they like had all the of this. penny. They had the penny stocks that were not legit. Like that Those whole- are legit. How dare you bite your fucking tongue? Don't talk to me about penny <laughs> stocks. It's, I feel like it's a little different. It's a little different setting, maybe, but. Uh, they were doing so much lunch cocaine that they accidentally bought control of McDonald's before fleeing to Guatemala in a grimace costume stuffed with embezzled Happy Meal toys. Compared to ruthless corporate tycoons like Ivan Boski, Robert Vesco, Michael Milken, uh, Eddie Antar's scam started to look very small indeed, so he decided to get with the times and teach those Wall Street fat cats a valuable lesson. Nobody scams Crazy Eddie. With the help of a cousin who had just graduated business school, Eddie cooked up a new scheme to list his stores on the stock exchange, jack up the share price, then cash out for millions. Fucking brilliant. What's this gentleman in the chat room saying? He's got a list of some shitty saying. Yeah, I know. I read it. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Uh, To pull this off, Eddie had to do something that went against everything he stood for. He had to start paying taxes. In fact, he then uh, he started paying them with enthusiasm. This was completely unprecedented in the 80s. <laughs> New York, where most stores accepted payment only in non-sequential unmarked bills, ideally tossed from a moving car at 3 a.m. Some of the swankiest stores on Fifth Avenue didn't even own a cash register, preferring to keep all tankings tucked inside of the owner's bra. <laughs> There you go. The IRS was accustomed to visiting luxury boutiques to find a truck peeling out of the parking lot and the manager sitting on the empty floor, insisting that they had all, always just sold loose batteries for 10 cents each. I love the I love the fact that he fucked up and bought McDonald's. Well, I don't think that really happened. I think that was a metaphor, that that's how much cocaine they were doing. You think it's a metaphor? I'm pretty sure it was a metaphor. Because I think that would be fucking hilarious. You just got so fucked up on cocaine, you bought McDonald's. You bought some McDonald's shares. On my Robin Hood app, I just kept buying so many <laughs> shares that now I basically own McDonald's. Hey, like that's what I'm saying. Like It'd be hilarious if that were this case, that what he accidentally bought before leaving was no. McDonald's stocks. Because McDonald's has done nothing but go up. Yeah, that's probably true. They had a plateau, actually, in I the late I never got 90s. into uh, McDonald's stocks. <laughs> uh, but I'll put a link to this in the show notes. It's a pretty long article on uh, Cracked about if you want to read more. I thought it was pretty amusing. Uh, let's see. This was pretty sweet. This dude was riding his bike, Kansas City, Kansas. Oh, I just seen the word meth. What's up? And he had some meth. <laughs> uh, he was riding his motorcycle. He crashed it and when he crashed it like he had his gun in his waist as one is <laughs> oh god tends to do when go. you're when you're riding your bike high on meth uh so when he crashed he hit the ground and the gun went off <laughs> which hit him in the hip took one right to the hip <laughs> took a hot one to the hip uh and then he got hit by another vehicle Ooh, and the driver of that vehicle day. just took, took the fuck off he's like i'm not even this dude's crazy. I'm not just even trying to... heard a gunshot, which is probably what made them swerve in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, shit. I love... I, wa- I wish there was a video of that, like him just, like, wrecking his bike, gunshot going off, and then the car just, like, fucking hitting him and not stopping. 
and then stopping up ahead uh, and running back but and then stealing the cops, his mask. No uh, the dude went to the hospital, and the cops, uh, I guess he was a felon, and they searched his <laughs> motorcycle, and they found a large bag of meth. So if you're going to ride around your bike, you know, easy on the meth, especially if you have your driving gun with you in your in your back holster. <laughs> Has nobody ever heard of a safety? Yeah, that's, I don't think, I mean, do guns, like black market burner guns, do they come with safeties? Any gun has like, sort of safety. I mean, does it though, if you like, maybe you modify it? I don't know. I mean, my gun's safety You do is see that iffy, a lot though, but... right? Like guns just accidentally discharging like right. that? Right, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, that's yeah. not a normal thing. Like, you... Safeties are for pussies. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that shit raw, dog. <laughs> you never know when you're going to have to pull it out. And if you got to lose that however many nanoseconds it takes you to click safety off, you know, that could be life or death. Except when you're on your fucking motorcycle all fucking right, you're gacked f- out. Like, having to pull one out on a motorcycle is not going to be a easy feat anyways. But most of them have the safety just flicked on the back, like... If yeah. you know what the fuck you're doing, I that's think it's the just, same motion. It's just poor gun handling. Yes, that's what skills. I'm saying. <laughs> I appreciate you trying to like stand up for him, but I'm gonna argue against you because <laughs> Turp Pearl Enema says black market gun would be like serial number filed off and stolen. Not many are handmade. <laughs> so like it's a legit gun, just not traceable. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. 3D printed, if you will. And would you like that with safety on or off? Uh, let's go safety off. I'm, I might need this. Uh, I might need this quick. It's the quickly. same fluid motion, though. As you pick it up, you're just pushing it down with your thumb. Yeah, I don't know. people are dumb. I <laughs> uh, would not swab that cheek for a minute. Uh, I thought this was kind of crazy. I didn't know people shipped birds in plastic bottles. But apparently they do, and a bunch of them were found in Indonesia. Uh, I guess they were they smuggle a lot of parrots out of Indonesia, and I guess the way they do that is by putting the birds and like these birds are like stuffed in these bottles. I'll Holy I'll shit. put a link to this in the show notes at thejamhole.com. You can check it out. But like they're just like think of like water bottles, right? And they're just like stuffed with fucking parrots. It's fucking crazy. You know, it's it's kind of. They discovered 64 live ones, 10 dead ones, after hearing noises coming from inside of a large box. I bet a good portion of them die on the route to where they're going. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> stuffed in a bottle, like, yeah, it doesn't look very comfortable. It's funny, in the ocean, they're like, keep the, you know, an- the fucking animals away from the plastic bottles. But when we're going to fucking ship them, them, we're just going <laughs> to... Uh, it says Indonesia is home to the highest number of threatened bird species in Asia and a rampant illegal trade in birds. Uh, birds are sold domestically in giant avian markets or smuggled abroad. The destination of the parrots found on Thursday morning in the port town of Fuck Fuck was unclear. <laughs> no. Pretty sure that's no. how it's pronounced. It's F A K F A K. I'm pretty sure that's Fuck Fuck. <laughs> fact Fuck. Huh? Yeah. They're in Fuck Fuck. Birds. Birds, you say. Yeah, birds and fact fact. I'm going. Uh, I like it. The ship's crew told us that they suspected there were animals inside the box as they heard strange noises, and they've not made any arrests so far. The seized birds were identified as black-capped lories, a type of parrot native to New Guinea and nearby islands in the southwest Pacific Ocean. 
It is a protected species in Indonesia that is sought after illegally to supply the pet trade. <laughs> is that a thing? Is a yeah. pet trade? Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. Like Tiger King shit? Pretty much. Like puppy mills? You fucking fake. Yeah. Uh, Indonesia perhaps leads the charge in bird smuggling interceptions in the region, but what is needed is more arrests and a true crackdown of the players from source to market. I feel I mean, bad for those animals. Yeah. And I mean... A little apathy for the birds getting I jammed do. into fucking plastic <laughs> bottles. Yeah, that is pretty whack. Well, just think about it. If it was a ginormous, like, no, plastic I know. We used to have an African were, like, gray, stuffed. and, like, I could not imagine trying to fit that African gray into a bottle. <laughs> like, dude was fierce. Pecked the shit out of you. I heard you had to give him away. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> he went to the uh, some bird aviary. He probably went to the old bird black market. <laughs> Those things live forever. They too. do. They outlived my father, and I was in no position to you be were in wanting no to take care of a fucking. Shit. That bird talks so much shit. It would say like all the fucking swears. Dude would like whistle at girls jogging by the window because he had his window and like girls would be jogging by and he'd just like catcall at him and shit. And girls so, would, like, I, look. so I see like, what kind of man your dad was. Bird and my dad just in the window like catcalling at these ladies. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I, uh, that probably happened. Uh, I thought this was kind of sweet. Do you practice uh, orgasmic meditation? Are you familiar with? I don't. Orgasmic meditation? I do not practice whatever this thing is. Uh, this is a controversial wellness company named One Taste. <laughs> One Taste uh, in your hook. It says they have a program which featured group pleasuring sessions. Yeah. Ultimately <laughs> made them feel awful. <laughs> this is not pleasure. Uh, they offered hands-on orgasm training for women who were seeking to develop their sexuality or heal from sexual trauma. Hmm? Uh, but ex-staffers say the company was, of course, basically a sex cult, complete with <laughs> a messianic leader. Uh, so. See, that's not at all where I thought you were going with that. Yeah. <laughs> This they is say way this, funnier. there's a series, a podcast series about it on the BBC, I think, called The Orgasm Cult. And it says that uh, it involves a woman undressing from the waist down. Close your eyes. Picture this with me. Let me take you there. She lies on a nest of pillows and has her clitoris stroked, usually by a man, very precisely on the upper left hand quadrant or the one o'clock spot. <laughs> This is sort of this like the whole older owning. day, like when they took, like when women went to the doctor to get like relaxation treatments by just getting get orgasms to, yeah. so that they would be less stressed. Yeah, I mean, it is a stress reliever. They call this oming, which is their catchphrase for orgasmic meditation. <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> uh, group, group classes could allegedly involve dozens of women oming all at once. <laughs> Have you ever omed with other women? <laughs> with a group of women? Would you like to? With a group of women? No. Um, uh, one taste Like is, maybe one or two other, like not, not meditation like a situation, like a nice sex situation, but... <laughs> 
like yoga <laughs> yoga pants on or off? Off for okay. <laughs> okay. Molly and yoga pants off. Pretty much. Uh, one taste has been the subject of controversy since at least 2018 when Bloomberg News published an expose on the international company. Many students allegedly signed up to work as salespeople, helping promote workshops, retreats, and coaching programs that cost up to $60,000. In 2018, customers were paying $499 for a weekend course. Damn. A course in clitoral stimulation. To ah, that's amazing. Fucking feel a woman and be like, okay, yeah, this is what you right need here. to do. Clockwise, like one this. o'clock. <laughs> now say it with me. Um. <laughs> that's it's, uh, it's clever. Four um, G's for a retreat. I mean, shit. If you want to come over here and get that clitoris rubbed, <laughs> I'll do it for two fifty. Two fifty. Would you bargain down to two? I, I could do two for you. <laughs> I, I like I like your aura. <laughs> uh, four thousand dollars for a retreat, twelve thousand for the coaching program, and sixty big ones for an all-inclusive clitoral stimulating getaway. Is that like is the all-inclusive being in the group sesh? Oh yeah, too? oh yeah. That's that's one sesh with the savior. <laughs> And one sesh with whoever else he says that you have to do your oming with. <laughs> whoever else you're going to ohm with. Um, ohm. no thanks. <laughs> uh, ex-staffers said that they were pressured to have sex with potential clients <laughs> to get them to sign up for the pricey programs and that the sales methods were predatory, putting people in deep debt. So deep. So, like, so what if hard. it was, like, vice versa, and they're, like, the left nut massage it this way? <laughs> like, dudes? Yeah. Getting their, like, booty holes fucking <laughs> massaged? Their reset buttons hit? <laughs> I don't know. Not for 60 Gs. Shit. I can't... I, I... No matter how much money I have, I could not ever see that being a situation that I'd be like, hey... You know what I like to do? I, I like, like to, to get people 60K. involved in pyramid schemes and then find <laughs> that clitoris and then rub the shit out of it and say, oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. It's, it's clever. It's yeah. inappropriate, but it's clever. It's inappropriately clever. <laughs> uh, some workers were expected to flirt or even have sex with customers to close those sales. So, like, does yeah. this mean we're, like, raping the customer and being no. like, this is, well, like, at the beginning, it's like, so you get better and can deal with yourself and. Well, yeah. Because it's of what being, this is all like, about. Sexual having sexual issues. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, like, we're going to get so, one of these guys out there to sexually harm you and then have another here. one to bring him in. Get, bring that clit over here and get healed, bitch. <laughs> Come here. Uh, the FBI is now making inquiries about one taste activities over allegations including sex trafficking, prostitution, and violations of labor law. So I could see all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I could yeah, see it. Yeah, probably just selling fucking kids in boxes on Wayfair. I mean, <laughs> all these other fucking people are doing. So, like, their more instructor than- is more just like. A guy that got, you know, that paid some money. Grant says bottles. Kids in bottles. You can barely fit a bird in a bottle. I don't know if you can even fit a kid in a bottle. 
you could swab a cheek and probably grow the meat in the bottle, like, and then, and then sell it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, more than three hundred thousand people practice orgasmic meditation. Uh, three hundred thousand and two holler. That's right. Uh, many have experienced profound healing and transformation. I bet they have. I don't know if I would ever call it that. I Healing would say and trans- relief so I don't kill people. That, yeah. I mean, that's, I would go. We're not like transforming lives or no. anything. No. Other just than an not, orgasm. Calm not, down, um, Karen. <laughs> taking out someone else's life because I'm in a bad <laughs> in mindset. A, in a bad place. Okay, I would never kill anyone. I could possibly beat someone up. Yeah, or slowly poison them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would like to say that I'd be one of those. I don't even like to say that I would. I, I bet you would. Go ahead. But, you know, I've I've been around a lot of piece of shit people in my life and have yet to get myself, you know, like a a charge for beating the hell out of someone. I ain't caught a case yet. <laughs> Come find me. <laughs> yeah, there we go getting hurting something. Well, you Not dance with the devil long enough. It's, uh, it eventually come bite you in the ass. Maybe. It definitely eventually come massage that clit for sixty grand. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, this is kind of crazy. I didn't even know this was a thing that fucking existed. Did you know? There's a phone number that you can call, and it's just like a automated thing, and then you just scream into your phone and along with that there's a website you can go to if you want to listen to other people's screams it's called just scream dot baby <laughs> and uh here let's uh we'll load up some screams here that sounds maybe. like a tulu needs web situation <laughs> let's, let's see what's this so uh if you want to call i'll put this in the show notes the jamal.com the number is one five six one five six seven eight four three one so you can go there and scream. Let's see what some of these. <laughs> okay. This was two hours ago. That's not a scream. That's a good scream. That's, that's, that's not bad. Oh, okay. No, okay. <laughs> Here's 10 seconds ago. Yeah, that was a clitoris <laughs> rub scream. At the end, did she say, I hit him? <laughs> I don't know. Let's. Okay. I... <laughs> is that it? I think she's. Is that. Is this record? Is this on? Is this thing on? Check, check. Mic check. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking people. That's, I'm, I'm glad that this is a thing. I, I just. Just thought I'd share that with y'all. That's pretty great. <laughs> just scream dot baby. I get to just like scream partly, you know, because that is like a stress relief situation. Oh, yeah. Is to like just scream. Oh, yeah. But. The, Screaming um, in my pillow every but morning. But the, hey, call in like, hey, these people called in. You want to listen to it? Yeah. <laughs> that part's a little. Uh, and it says according off. to the website, the project will be active until January 21st, 2021. So we have a whole year of uh You know what? I and... almost want to do it because I have the most amazing scream. Oh, I bet. 
I bet you do. I went to a Halloween. You well, I've gone to a lot well, of Halloween parties. work tomorrow, parties. <laughs> you can scream all you want. Like, like, I went to this Halloween party, right? Out at the casino in Montana. And they, um, I was back in the poker room. Like, I, they were doing the contest up front. You know, they were going to give everyone the mic and the loudest scream, you know, won the $50, you know, promotion, play the machine thing, right? Okay. Well, I'm in the middle of fucking playing poker. And they're like, everybody, roll call, roll call up. And I can't because I'm like in the middle of this really good hand. I can't just get up and leave. So they're like, well, you got to scream now or not at all. So I stood up with my hand without the mic and just belted it off and won without the mic. Damn. <laughs> so this kind of... <laughs> Well, just screamed out, baby. Look forward to seeing, seeing the, break hearing the screams. You probably break your phone. Be careful. Uh, this is kind of awesome. Coming out of Oregon, Ben, Oregon. Uh, this dude, he was experiencing depression as a result of his failing marriage. So he went to his family physician, who counseled him on ways to improve his marriage and prescribed him weed and CBD. So not just. Not just CBD, but marijuana, the regular weed, and then also CBD. Did they give him the orgasm-like meditation? Because that Uh, probably might be. The patient now claims in a lawsuit that the whole time the doctor was having an affair with the dude's wife. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. Here, bro, smoke some weed. It'll be fun. Send your wife in. Shit. That's um, her clit for Real counterproductive there. Uh, he's suing the dude for two point nine million. So, I mean, I I I don't want to be that guy, but I I'd let a doctor bang you for two point nine million. I'm just saying. But I hope he has already divorced his wife first, so that she doesn't take half that. That's true. Get like that you, prenup in. No, like I mean, he's already like fucking her. So it's like at this point, you've been in counseling. Can you get you're a prenup to- <laughs> in after you're married, or is that something that has to be done beforehand? I think that kind of has to be done beforehand. Okay. Well, next time, bud, he's going to remember that. Or at some point agreed upon, but at a point like that, I don't think someone's going to... That's pretty amazing. As a result <laughs> so of... So counterproductive. <laughs> Plaintiff sustained emotional distress, including the loss of his marriage and emotional and social destruction of his family, the lawsuit states... From 2015 to 18, uh, his wife, him, and two children received medical care at the dude's clinic. Open Paths Integrative Medicine, according to the suit. At some point, the suit says the dude began a relationship with the other dude's wife. Hopefully not his kids, too. In 2018, uh, the dude went to the dude to treat his depression, which was caused by stress in his relationship. (laughs) And the dude counseled the other dude and offered him solutions to enhance and heal his marriage, prescribed him herbs and breathing techniques for his depression, in addition to weed and CBD. Dude sells him dope and is like, just breathe, bro. Just breathe. Also, Here's some weed. I That'll need be you to bring in your wife so that I can work it from that end. <laughs> After the visit, dude learned that the dude had been involved with his wife for a, quote, extended period of time. The complaint states, and then the couple later divorced. Dude has been licensed to practice medicine in Oregon since 91. Uh, He has no prior cases of medical malpractice. In addition to traditional medicine, the dude offers patients a range of holistic alternatives, 
Uh, he's trained to perform acupuncture, osteopathic manipulation, and biodynamic cranial osteopathy. Ha! He's so, like, also straight up hippie he, fucking he is also, psychiatrist. He's also a certified laughter yoga leader. <laughs> that is so dope. I got to get certified in some of this bullshit because that'll make my rates just way up. I I feel part of me like this much, like that much of me feels bad for laughing today because a lot of this stuff is like really bad in yeah, people's that's the expense. Whole kind of point of but the show. But as I said, I mean, that much, just that much. You can't laugh at the worst of shit. You're not you ever going to make someone it. Someone else's expense. Let's laugh at some Russians here before we yeah. uh, wrap it up. Maybe, maybe. I like to oh, beat up Russians gonna... in my game. It makes me feel good. Well, these Russians, I guess they ran out of booze at a party, and so they Ooh. drank hand sanitizer, and some of them died. <laughs> so, don't drink hand sanitizer because it's it's. So you have alcoholism at its very best. You have methyl alcohol and you have ethyl alcohol. Ethyl alcohol you can drink. That's fine. Methyl alcohol will make you go blind and kill you. So, you know, the more you know. <laughs> I feel like I get drunk sometime just like when I'm doing shit with the alcohol. What are you doing and it with like the alcohol? Evapes. What? Did you just make up a word? Yep, I sure. Did. Jesus Christ. What are you doing with the alcohol? Like when I'm cleaning stuff, like oh, when I'm cleaning yeah. like a like beaker or something. Or beakers. Yeah. yeah. And because I like to heat it up, Do you a know, lot of science before, here. like open up the microwave and that yeah. smell just come out at me. Oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. sometimes I feel like I might just get a buzz. Like, yeah, I, you will. You will go blind Am eventually. I fucking hallucinating or no, like no, am I actually yeah. getting a minor buzz? You're getting brain damage okay. from inhaling isopropyl alcohol <laughs> fumes. Yep. Nice. Good to know. Uh, the first three victims were a 41-year-old woman. Go figure. And two men aged 27 and 59. While three more men died yesterday, as well as one today. After the first three died, six others were flown by a medical evac aircraft to some hospital. So this was a whole fucking party. This yeah, just no, they were having a party. dumbass or two dumbass people. This yeah. was a no, whole No, they fucking... had a party. And the party ran out of booze. So, <laughs> next logical step, I guess. We got all this hand sanitizer uh, now? What about that? Yeah. 69% methanol, so... <laughs> That's rough. That has got a bite to it. Uh, they warn the locals, don't drink the antiseptic. Amazed that we have to tell you this, but don't drink the hand sani. What was it that we were... Was that, I don't even know if it was you. I might have been watching something on TV, on like on a YouTube channel... That was one of those type of things you're like, the fact that we have to tell you not to do this is ridiculous. And I feel like it had to have been one of the crime shows I watch. I don't know. I just think that kind of shit is funny. Just like drinking, like, okay, we have to put caution on a coffee cup. <laughs> you don't think what's in that cup is fucking hot <laughs> yeah that's uh that's life god that is gonna bug me i can't think of the name of that movie fuck <laughs> you let me know if you think of it and i'll probably be downstairs trying to figure out what this thing is that you're like Viral why do we have or... to tell you that fuck yeah 
All right. Email info at thejamhole.com. Uh, definitely check out the fundraiser links on the show notes. And uh, if you go to hotbox.earth or hotboxpodcast.com, it's the second post down. So you'll see the episode from Saturday. And then if you go under that, you'll see the post has all the details. Uh, but basically every 10 bucks donate to the GoFundMe there. Uh, we'll get you an entry to the Philpot spinner jet clear set. So definitely appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, check out virus diaries on Spotify, on Apple music, Google music, all that shit. And, uh, we'll catch you all next week. Hitting these streets like I'm cold and nasty Counting down the days till I'm old and raspy They say the life pays and we blowing past it Every single day stacking paper in the cash bin That's it, they bring nothing more to it Like the heady bone carver, I just do it Plot the course and maneuver right through it Take it all in with the deep breath Then exhale the truth, it's important to stay fluid One more day trying to dodge sweaty bullets A stool student in the room with the blueprint Head down and keep up, it's not the convolute Go against the norm when the dragons roar Harpoon ready to defend the shores Sail the seven seas like a pirate Left over an argument to met a silent end On the ship with the pirate lore Says right here that he died from boredom Too much grief and not enough living Decisions and infinite loops keep spinning and spinning No winning, I'm swimming in visions Of infinite wisdom to uplift these weirdos Discreet I deliver, no peace with my dinner Go beyond the fence and you'll see our new hero And right there's where we're going to sleep Park Place and Broadway, Monopoly The next big heat, trying to flex on a little peep I'm taking specs to invest in a little tree a little art and a little bit of this and that Appreciate the support, gonna dish it back Unequivocal, spit a little riddle full of this lyrical goodness Hyping up the miserable